Yo. Hey, Spencer, what's going on, brother? What's up, dude? Thanks for having me. No problem, no problem. Well, this is going to be my first episode. I decided to choose you because uh, we very we met very lightly. You know, um, I've you know we've pretty much all social media we've been talking, but um, uh, in this little time that I've met you, I know that you're that kind of guy that doesn't BS. You know, yeah. So um, as an entrepreneur, you know, beginner as myself, uh, I wanted to do something different when it comes to a podcast and interviewing people. You know, um, one thing that I that I've seen is that people get interviewed when they're already great, when they've already overcame, you know, adversity, when they're killing it already. Yeah, exactly. You know, so uh, what I'm trying to do here is interview entrepreneurs that are on the grind right now, that they have the daily struggles, you know, and how we can over or how are they overcoming it so that um, it can help one me myself. Yeah. And to anybody who is willing to listen to this podcast. Awesome. I love it. All right, Spencer. So uh, before we get started, uh, if you can tell us a little bit about you, who is Spencer? Yeah, that's a great question. It's actually one of my favorite questions that I can ever get. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm 27 <laughs> years old. I was born in upstate New York in a town called Rochester in between Buffalo and Syracuse. Really tiny town, really cold. Um lived there all my life and uh i came out here to southern california a few months ago kind of to just like go all in and myself chase a dream that, that i've always had and uh you know i just kind of had a moment where i woke up one day back home and realized that i was you know kind of just doing the same thing had a suit and tie corporate job wasn't really happy and there was always like something inside me that i knew could you know do better than this and i've always kind of wanted to be the person to really put everything out there and go all in on myself and take a huge risk. And I just never really acted on it until the day that I finally did. Um, so I moved out here to Southern California. I'm in Orange County. I got into an industry that I love. I'm doing marketing. And uh, I'm really just kind of just like you. I'm on a path of personal development where I'm kind of just in the trail and, you know, learning all this for myself very, you know, firsthand. Now, you said a few months ago you came to Kelly. Now, you, did you come by yourself? Yeah, I drove out here by myself. I had a couple friends that already lived here, so I moved in with them. So I got lucky in that aspect. Nice, nice. Yeah, my uh, one of my best friends actually uh, moved out here a few years ago, and he's been trying to get me to come out here ever since. So I got lucky in that regard. But yeah, I did drive out here by myself. Now, my next question, uh, you said a few months ago you came. Was that when you decided to become an entrepreneur or how long ago or what was it that made you decide to become an entrepreneur yeah that's a great question so i've uh i've been thinking about starting my own business for kind of a while now i would say at least two three years or so but it was always something that i kind of perceived as like down the road when i'm ready you know like i'll know the moment when it's ready to start and that's just you know that's a fallacy that's just not how it works um so when i did move out here it was a combination of me saying like, I want to live somewhere else. I want to surround myself with the right people. I want to get into an industry that I love and I want to get into an industry where I can apply what I'm learning during the day into my side hustle. So me moving out here was definitely correlated with me wanting to finally become an entrepreneur. I love it. I love it. Okay. Um, one thing, this question, this next question is one that I'm very passionate about uh -huh. um, because myself, I'm 30 years old. And, um, 
you know, I'm an entrepreneur. I've actually been an entrepreneur for quite some time. I've, I want to say about four to five years. Oh, wow. But the reason, the, the reason why um, I've, I've, tr- I've tried so many things, you know, like Gary Vee says, you know, if you have so many ideas, try all of them. So, I, you know, I'm the kind of guy that trial, you know, fail, but try and try. Like, I'm not going to give up until I overcome, you know, uh, or find something that I'm good at. And the, the reason why I'm so persistent and looking for something is because I have a big why. So my question to you is, what is your why? Why are you doing this? What What is it going to, you know, what is it that's going to keep you going? Yep, I love that question. So this is actually really, really important. Um, and I think you'll agree, like Gary talks about this all the time. And I think anyone who's really successful in any regard has to know what their why is. For me specifically, I've been thinking this way for a while now. So when I ask myself, like, why do I get out of bed? Why do I want to do this? Why are these my goals? The, I guess the first thing that I was, because there's a few reasons. The first reason I would say is it's really just about leaving an impact on the world. Um, without getting a little too cliche, like, like, I'm into politics and I'm into all that kind of stuff. So, like, you know, sometimes when you watch the news and it's so depressing, it's hard to kind of, you know, feel, you feel kind of helpless and you're like, what can I do? Yep. Even though it may not be like the biggest impact type thing, I want to leave a positive mark in my wake on the planet. So, you know, when it comes down to it, like I'm here to build something not only for myself, but for other people where I can help them accomplish whatever goals they may have. And that's going to be through my business. So it's also to like build a business where other people like me can come and work and really like be on a path of personal development and grow as a person in a good culture that's going to incubate that. Um, Another big reason is really just about legacy for me without being too Mm -hmm. cliche for me. Like it's because I want to build something that I can pass on to my kids. You know, I want to build something that they can pass on to their kids. And it's just like grandpa Spencer is the one who did this, you know, 60 (laughs) years from now, you know what I mean? Like that is huge. Like, cause like, you know, we're all, we're all on the planet temporarily. You know what I mean? So you got one life to make a decision. And in, in my case, like, that's magical being able to like build something where like I'm building a life for my kids and my kids, kids, you know what I mean? Like that's why I'm so passionate about what I'm doing. Cause at the end of the day, like you can't just be someone who's like building a business for the money, you know? Cause like eventually, eventually like what happens when you don't make money? Are you going to quit? Yep. So that, that's it for me. And, you know, just kind of test and push myself every day. Cause I've always been someone who wanted to really just be the best version of myself. I love it, man. I love it. Um, you said uh, that you wanted to impact the world and you didn't want to sound cliche. You know what? Honestly, that's not cliche. And <laughs> I know that you say, I know you say that, uh, you know, the world is big compared to one person, how, how, what he can do. But I, I, I remember this quote that says, in order to move a mountain, you got to start with one rock at a time. Oh, that's you know what beautiful. I mean? Yeah. So, so just take it one step at a time. That's how I do it every day, too. Um, you know, I got my two beautiful girls. I got my wife. And, and I'm fighting every day for them. You know, that's my why. That's why I, I try one thing. If it doesn't feel right, I try the other. You know, I've done a few businesses. I've done Amazon. I've, I've even, you know, flipped cars. I've, I've, oh, uh, wow. I mean, yeah, I've done a lot, you know. Um, but um, what is it that, um, what, is the, the, what is it that is your business? I'm sorry. <laughs> What's your business? What is it that you're planning on doing or what are you doing currently now? Yeah. So I got a partner of mine that actually I work with at my day job 
and uh, he does like web development and, you know, he does like some AdWords PPC type stuff on the side and a little bit okay. of SEO. And uh, just being in the industry, we kind of just got talking one day and I told him that I had plans and I wanted to become like a media and marketing business. And, you know, we just kind of okay. uh, went out to lunch one day and it just kind of fell into place where he was just like, you're bringing everything to the table that I'm looking for. And I told him, like, you're bringing everything that I can't bring. So it just kind of like, I don't know, man, I think it was meant to be like me and him fit well. Personally, we have the same goals. We have the same ambitions. So long, uh, the long and short of it is I'm building a media and marketing company. All right. Okay. Well, uh, I don't want to be all spiritual with you and everything right now, but I do want to let you know that I, I strongly believe that everything happens for a reason. Yeah. You know, um, I, I strongly believe that God uh, has a path for us. And, and I honestly believe that he doesn't um, force us that, that route, yep. but he guides us. Yep. And he gives us the ability to choose what to do, you know? Yep. Um, I'm, I'm, I had a little, you know, uh, section of what I'm going to ask you, but I wanted to go a little bit off topic right now because, uh, because of what we're talking. I just want to ask you this. Um, yeah. What, uh, how, what do you think about the word luck or lucky? Ooh, that's a great question, dude. Because I hear a lot of times, you know, I've heard it for myself. Um, uh, you know, this guy is lucky. Uh, that guy's lucky. Um, uh, right now, I'm a banker at a at a, at a, a company. Yeah. And um, my wife is a, a regional for a dental office. So we're doing pretty well for ourselves. And I hear it all the time. These guys are lucky. Now, we're doing good in the corporate world. But that's not where I want to be <laughs> yeah. because we don't have the freedom. So that's why I'm trying to redirect myself to, you know, being an entrepreneur. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, uh, there's, they always t say, oh, you were lucky. And sometimes, you know, in my head, I say, no, like uh, luck might have a little bit to do with it. But I don't think luck is the word that I'm looking for because I create my I feel like I create my own luck. Yeah. Um, when it came to Amazon, uh, I learned from a friend. Now, I feel like. In a way, I was kind of lucky to have that friend, but I feel like I positioned myself, you know, with my expertise, the way we talk, we connected. I feel like he saw value in me, and that's why, because of who the person I was, you know, and, and who I became. Yeah. So, in a way, you know, I mean, I just want you to speak on that. What do you feel when someone says, this person's lucky, or, he will, you know, he has luck, or it's not fair? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's a really good point, too. So for me, the way I look at it is it's kind of broken down. I mean, it it kind of depends on the situation. But like the easy answer for me is like, you know, that picture of that glacier where it's like or the iceberg where it's just floating. You know, yeah, and it's like yeah. one only sees the tip of it. But then you look underneath the water and that to me, people see luck and that's the top. That's all they see yep. is what's on what's above the water. Yep. everything else underneath is what it actually is. It's the hard mm -hmm. work. It's the late nights. It's your why, it, you know, it's all the sacrifices yep. that you've made. It's all the times that you were too scared to do something, but just bit your lip and did it anyway. Like to me, that's what is really, that's what luck really is at the end of the day. It's math. You know, it's, it's just, you know, like when I think of luck, I think of like Vegas, you know what I mean? Like that's lucky. <laughs> like when you just bet yeah. on a horse and you got it right or whatever else, but at the end of the day, it's really just math, you know? Yep. It's just like you put in the work, you get the results. It's just that simple. To me, people who say like, you know, like, oh, that guy got lucky or he did this or whatever else. Like, to, I just see that as like, you're just making an excuse, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like 
I had like a schedule, but I feel like I'm just going to start going off topic. I'm just going to go off of my head. You know? Yeah, dude, go for it. Uh, Let's do it. I love it. <laughs> oh, man. This is fun. Uh, I just have so many things now. But uh, you had, you were on a podcast with uh, Charlie. Yeah. And you guys were talking about how people um, want to go have fun and um, always kind of I don't know if the bad uh, bad mouth someone is the word that I'm looking for, but like kind of tries to justify or, or say, you know, like you're no good or why are you doing that? You should just come and have fun like this and that. And yeah. And so so um, when I was listening to it, I, I you know I had so many things going in my head. I kind of wanted to be in the podcast podcast with you guys, <laughs> kind of give my two senses. But um, I I strongly believe that. You know, sometimes uh, I don't know if you saw my video that I put up about the uh, the apes. Yeah, I did see that. that you was- know, so so I, I kind of believe like sometimes we get you know uh, information from others, and and like you said yourself, I heard it from you. You said um, it's not that they don't care for you, but it's because they love you that they say it. Yeah. But honestly, it's it's the wrong information they're giving you. Yep, exactly. You know, now I had an experience uh, way back when I want to say about five years ago, four years ago, when I start I decided to become an entrepreneur. Um, I started reading a book and I, I started making some changes in my life. Like I'll give you the example, uh, or an example, I'll tell you what happened. <laughs> um, <laughs> I worked at a restaurant, you know, I yep. was, a, I was, a, uh, I guess like a cashier shift leader. Okay. Um, I had a key, I had a key, you know, and, uh, me and the, and the main cook, you know, and all the guys we used to like, just hang out and, and and laugh it up and the manager would do his thing you know yeah and we used to like make fun of the manager and it, we had the little group i was i was that guy in that group where we just made fun of everybody like we, <laughs> we had a good time yeah you know but as i was reading because what i realized is i have a family and i have my wife i have my daughter and i i don't have people that can coach me to move up to the next level or become something better so all i had was books so I started reading, reading, reading some books and, um, um, in these books, you know, they, they told me, you know, find someone that's doing what you want to do, ask them to show you and just know that there's going to be those people who are going to be talking shit, yeah. I guess you can say. Yeah. So I was like, okay, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I ignored that part. But I, I, I went to the manager. I told him, look, I have a family now. I have a, a daughter, um, uh, show me what you're doing. You know, so I can move up in the. So he's like, "Yeah, people love to teach." Yeah, that's perfect. People don't know that, that, that any every, like I love to teach. If, if someone asks me, "Hey, can you show me?" Yes, I will. Right. Uh, I'm pretty sure Spencer, you love to teach. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So, so um, he he gladly he taught me. You know, but since he was a manager, he taught me inventory, payroll. Pretty much, I was getting paid the same doing his job. He was kicked back. Yeah. And sure enough, like the buck said, the people that I was hanging around with started clowning on me yep you know uh they were saying like kiss ass and this and that in spanish they call it barbero uh but pretty much it means kiss ass yeah. <laughs> you know yeah and and i i you know the book said it the book knew what it was talking about so i pay them no mind i know that i'm not doing it for the manager i'm doing it for myself it's for my experience yep exactly um the book also said which i i think 100 percent of the you know is true that most people um are not are not willing to fight for what they believe or what they want, so they decide to bring you down to the comfort zone. I'm not sure if I made sense. I'm yeah, no, I follow you completely. Yeah, so so I feel like um, that's why instead of them fighting for their 
you know, what they believe, they decided to try to bring me down. But I was like, nah. Uh, so I, I, I go off topic, but, uh, you know, what do you think when it comes to that, when you're working hard on trying to do something, you know, for yourself, for your family, for, for your legacy mm-hmm. and, and these people are, you know, attacking you? Yeah. Well, that's a great question. The way I kind of break that thing down is into two categories. It's either just going to be negativity from random people you don't know just for the sake of being negative or it's someone who cares about you and they're afraid for you because, and it's not that like, you know, they don't believe that you can do it. It's because they don't, they haven't seen anything quite yet Yep. that proves on beyond a doubt that you can do it. And like, that's kind of what I was getting into with Charlie. Yep. Is it so ironic that like just the way, I don't know if it's society, culture, whatever, but what I have noticed is that like people won't believe in you until you've already done it or you've already crossed the finish line. You've already proven that you can do it. And it's what's ironic about that is the fact that at that point you already know it in yourself because you've done the climb, you've done the hard work and you put in the hours. So, you know, you can do it. And it's like, you know, that support would have been great, but that's what an entrepreneur is at the end of the day, in my opinion, is like, you don't necessarily need to rely on a whole bunch of people to keep going. You know, you're the one who can dig deep and do what you got to do to accomplish what you want to accomplish. So that's why like passion is so important behind what you're doing. If not, you're just going to end up quitting on a day when you don't want to do it anymore, or you're just too tired or whatever else. So yeah. So like if it's a family member, I don't take it personally because I mean, the way I, I look at it is just like, it's a chip on my shoulder. Like, honestly, like I'll get a little personal. Like I, I, one of the big, a big reason, like why, I'm really excited to get to the point where I am, where I can consider myself successful is because like, I want to buy my mom a house. Woo. And that's one of mine like, too, man. Yeah. Like, you know, and I love her to death and everything, but like, you know, we had a tough relationship growing up. We didn't really get along. I was kind of a little shithead to put it, you know, to put it one way, but uh, yeah, all like, of us, man, all of us. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so like, I just, you know, it's a big thing for me. It's actually a big goal of mine. It's like a personal goal of mine is like, I want to get to the point where I'm buying my mom a house. It's going to be in the Florida Keys. She's going to love it. And, like, you know, that's that's important. And it's like it's not like she doesn't believe in me because, you know, she doesn't think I can do it. I'm sure like you know, I'm her baby boy. Like I'll, you'll always be her baby boy. Yep. So it's like I guarantee you she she thinks I can do it, but she's just too scared. It's like a motherly instinct. Yeah. Or same thing with your friends. Like they want what's best for you. So just because you're going out there on a limb and you're new at this, yep. they're afraid that you're going to fall in your face. When yep. in reality is like you've got to fall in your face if you're going to succeed. That's just how it works. So like. They can't get it because they're trained or they're not thinking in a way like you are where you're willing to like get dirty and fall and get back up again. Yep. Yep. I love it. I love it. So uh, my next question uh, might go a little deep, man. I will. We'll see. But yeah. uh, 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 what? Let's see. Where are we at? Uh, did I, oh, yeah. So this is something in your in your personal you know yeah uh do you ever have doubts when it comes to your entrepreneurship um you know any doubts any uh, fears anything that's uh maybe struggles that are holding you back right now yeah yeah so that's a great question too first thing i'll say is uh if you don't have doubts or you don't have fear then you need to go to the doctor because you're probably not (laughs) Um, that's true uh, yeah so like of course like i'm dude i'm afraid every single day like you know it's 
I don't think uh, I don't think being an entrepreneur means that you're fearless. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even to me, I look at fear as like a normal human reaction. It's just a fight or flight response in your brain. So like the way I look at it is like it's not about the fear. It's about the courage, because that's what courage is. Courage is like looking fear in the face and being willing to keep going forward. So like I think to myself all the time, like, am I going to be good enough? Am I going to want to do this? Like, you know. Am I, am I going to get laughed at? Am I going to, so like, yeah, all the time I think that, but like, there's two parts of me, right? There's like the part that is doubting me. And then there's the part that tells that part to shut up. And I got, you know what I mean? So like, it's just a matter of choosing which, which basket you're going to put your eggs in. And like, you just, you know, you got to shift it to the right basket. I love it. I love it. So um, I know you went over a little bit uh, on this, but uh, if a beginner you know, someone that wants to be an entrepreneur starting out or someone that's been doing it for years, um, but has these doubts, these fears, um, what would you tell them? Oof. Um, yeah, that's a tough question. Now, I know you probably feel like, hey, you know, like, who am I? No, I, I want to hear from you. I want to hear from Spencer, the Spencer. I want to hear from the heart. Okay. What would you tell someone that that really needs help and you're the only person that can give them these guidance you know because everybody else is not going to give them the right what would spencer tell this person okay i'm afraid um i i i don't know what i'm doing um i just you know i have doubts yeah i'm struggling here i'm uh, what will spencer tell this person i guess the first thing i would say is i'm going to echo gary it comes down to eq you got to know who you are you got to know what you want Because at the end of the day, if you want it bad enough, you'll work through that. You'll push yourself. You'll be willing to get dirty. You'll be willing to fail. So you got to really audit yourself and figure out this kind of comes back to why. Like you got to know what your why is. You know, Simon's the next book. Start with why. Like that's why it's so important because at the end of the day, like if you don't have something to ground you to, like for you, it's your kids, et cetera. Like if you don't have something to ground yourself to and you're not passionate about what you're doing, it's a matter of time. You can work your ass off, but it's only a matter of time until it gets too much or it's not going to work or you're just going to quit. So like if quitting is in your brain already, that's fine. But just really figure out who you are, what you want to do and why you want to do it. Because at the end of the day, nobody can do it for you. Only you can do it. There's nothing I can do to help that person other than say you need to look deep inside yourself and figure out what you want and why you're doing this. And if you figure that out, then you'll accomplish it. Yep. I love it. I love it. Um, What do you think will be the most common reason why an entrepreneur will fail? Not necessarily fail, but uh, quit. Fail because we all fail regardless that we're entrepreneurs. We'll fail, but we'll keep going at it. Yeah. Uh, I feel like you you will really fail when you quit. Yeah. You know. So so what what do you think is the most common reason why someone would quit? Yeah. Personally, like again, like I am not an expert, but from what I have seen, I'm gonna say that the number one reason someone would like fail or quit is like they're not willing to keep going after failing. Mm-hmm. So like you, like you said, I like how you just put that. Like you only, you only fail when you quit. So like, it makes me think of like uh, that meme or that picture on the internet or whatever of like that one guy, it's like two people and they got like pickaxes and they're like digging. Right. Oh, yep. I know which one you mean. Yeah. And one guy's like right about to, if he just kept going, he's like right about to get to this giant diamond. 
you know, but he quits and he walks away. And the other dude is further away from his diamond, but he's still he's hungry. He's like, hungry. Yeah, that's what it makes me think of. It's just like what an entrepreneur really is. Because like, dude, this I think like people kind of complicate it too much. Like if you just like you figure out your why, you know what you want. You get really, really good at what you're trying to do. It's just a matter of time before you make it big because you only got to win once. And I think that's something that people really, really misunderstand. Like this is a, you know, not to downplay it, but like the, the, the market is a game, right? It's just a game. You just yeah. got to keep going, keep pushing, you know, and not to like, you know, that's what I truly believe is like you only got to win once. So you got to be willing to fail nine times because the 10th might be the one that makes your dreams come true. Perfect. Well put, man. I love it. Thank you. I love it, man. <laughs> um, off the top of the dome, too. Let me just. Go no, that, I mean, this is this is this is what I want, man. I want you know, uh, off the top, you know, I I don't want you to get too prepared and yeah. make it all sugar coat. That's why that's why I said I chose you because I know you're not gonna BS it. Yeah, no, I appreciate like, oh, it. Oh, well, an entrepreneur. No, dude, be real, man. Just tell me what you think, and 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 that's the kind of person I'm looking for, man. That's why I was like, no, I got. I got to talk to Spencer, man. This is the guy that I want to interview first. Thank you, man. I really appreciate that. That means a lot to me, dude. Heart to heart. No, for real. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's nothing. It's just what I saw, man. And, and it's, it's you doing everything, man. You know? Ooh. Man. But uh, I'm I, I got, <laughs> I got a, a quote, you know, that I love so much. I feel like this quote is the one that has got me from, um, I mean, I don't want to put numbers, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, let's say from living in a, an apartment with cockroaches and, and everything mm-hmm. to a nice spot. Let's just put it that way. Boom. <laughs> you know, yep. I don't want to brag or anything with Got that it. number. But, uh, um, this <laughs> no, you quote, can brag. I, you can brag. This is your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, take 100% responsibility for your life. What does that mean to you, brother? Oh, man. That's a good one. Um, take 100%. Okay, so my reflex is to say it's the good and the bad. Okay, I know what I'm going to say. You're going to like this. Okay. It's the good and the bad. So own your successes as much as you own your failures. So, like, I think about this here. I'll, I'll connect a story to it, actually. So this makes me think of, like, my last relationship. So, like, I was in a pretty serious relationship. It was pretty much my first real relationship where I was, like, really in love for the first time, right? Okay. And, like, everything was going good, this and that, da, 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 and uh, it got to the point where, like, she got a job offer to move away. And Ooh. I wanted to follow her and whatever else. Long story short, like, I couldn't move away for whatever reason, so I just told her, like, you know, like, babe, let's just break up, you know, just so it's easier on both of us. Like, you go Thanks. do your thing for a little while. Like, you know, if this is meant to be, it's meant to be which was cool and all. But then like, you know, after she got away from me, I feel like she kind of realized that, you know, I wasn't really like this awesome boyfriend or whatever else. So like after the fact, after all this happened and like, you know, we broke up and I got my heart broken, basically, it made me realize that like, I wasn't nearly as good of a boyfriend as I thought I was like at the time, I thought I was just like the greatest thing that ever happened to her. And that's like a really selfish way of looking at it. So like, it makes me think back to like, you got to own your successes as much as you own your failures and vice versa. So like I own that failure. Like I failed. I look at it as like, you know, like, yeah, she probably did some messed up stuff or whatever else. Like it doesn't matter. The details really don't matter. But what does matter is the fact that like you can always improve 
on what you are doing. Like you're always learning. You know what I mean? You're always yep. on a path of development. So if like, if you're not in that mindset of you're constantly developing and you got to figure out where you can improve no matter what, it's going to be yep. a lot harder for you. So like when I say, when I hear hundred percent, take control hundred percent of your life, that's what I think of. It's the good and the bad, because that's, what's going to make you a really well-rounded person. And you're going to have the best perception of the path forward and what you're going to need to do to get there. Beautiful. I love it. Fire. It reminds me of uh, <laughs> the Giants. You know, when I say the Giants, I'm talking about Gary V, yeah. you know, Tony Robbins, all these Giants. Yeah. It reminds me of all their answers, which they didn't ask them, hey, take responsibility 100%. But you can hear it in, in some of the conversations they had. Gary, Gary V takes responsibility for uh, his employees. He says he's always, um, how, do, how did he say it? Uh, putting out fires. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, exactly. So, so he, he says, it's my fault. Uh, because I hired that person. It's my fault because I didn't fire that person on time. Yeah. It's my fault. You know, it's not that person's fault. No, I, it's my fault. Yeah. You know, exactly. um, it's, it's, you know, and if the giants know it, why don't we get it? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, exactly. Well, it's because you know, they're like hard <laughs> concepts to swallow. Like it's, you gotta, you gotta really lose the ego. And I feel like yeah. that's the part that people can't, that's why these concepts aren't so easily absorbed into people's psyche is because like, you know, you got to really dissolve your ego and kind of separate what you think. You got to separate who you think you are from who you actually are. And once you kind of yep. figure that out, you can kind of combine the two. And like, you can see, like, I know, like, oh man, this is going to get a little trippy, but like, let me, let me, let me just, just trust me here. Stay with me. Do it, do it, man. This is what we're here for, man. I love it. So like when you have that moment, that epiphany moment, when you kind of like wake up, snap out of it, you know, whatever it may be, realize that, you know, like when I had that moment, like I, right now, I feel like I am who I'm going to become. Like I'm thinking like who I'm going to become in like 10 years. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. But I'm just not there yet. Like it's a, it's a process. I can see my North star. I know the direction I'm pointing in and I know it's going to be a tough road to get there, but like I'm willing and I'm ready for it. So like I see myself as like, I know who I am deep down. I know I can face all these challenges because like I, I have that, that thing I'm shooting for, I can picture who I am in 10 years. And I know I'm in the beginning stages of that person. So like, it's a constant path of growing and developing and pushing myself and testing and failing and keep, you know, and, and put yep. it. So yeah, that's, that's what I think. Love it, man. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree hundred percent of the time. You know, um, I, this, like I said, this is one of my key quotes, you know, that I always use, uh, uh, taking hundred percent responsibility for yourself. Yeah. Um, Every, you know, decision you make has led you to where you're at right now. Exactly. So if you don't like where you're at, you got to think, reflect on your decisions. Yeah. You know? Um, yes. Yeah. I, I'll give you some some examples, man. Uh, you've seen that I started my dad, dad bod fitness. Yeah. So, um, the, the choices I was making before that weren't so good. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, Same and, here, dude. I, who am I to blame but myself? Right. You know, exactly. I, I can't blame the baby, which was, I, I'm going a, I'm to a be honest. I was blaming the baby for a little bit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I can't go, I can't go walking because the baby, you know, she's going to get sick. Right. Or, oh, man, I, 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 every blame in the book, I, I gave it out, man. <laughs> then I, I told myself, like, I was so focused in my business and my career and my relationship that I forgot about my health. Yeah. And I was like, look, I, I, I'm, Taking hundred percent, hundred percent responsibility for my business, hundred percent responsibility for my career, hundred, you know. But what about my health? Yeah, exactly. So it was time to 
you know, rea- reality check and tell myself, hey, like you're, you practice what you preach and yeah. all aspects of your life, not just your business, not just, your, you know, so I yeah. mean, it's, it's a really nice quote. You know, I love it. Uh, another one I say is, uh, uh, how this I'm like all blabbing and stuff, but another, <laughs> another one I say is uh, luck has nothing to do with it. You get in life what you put out. Yep. You know? Yep. So, 100%. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, let's, uh, it's, we're going for 30 minutes already, man. So let's, let's, uh, I got a couple more questions and, uh, um, and I think we're done unless you had something else, but let me, uh, uh, the last, one of the last questions I have is, uh, for the people that are listening to this and I, you know, uh, I know the digital era is going to hear this out and they're going to love it. You know, yeah. Uh, I got so much right now out of it and yeah, dude, uh, I'm all amped up now. <laughs> yeah. me too. Man. Uh, but we're, where do you have your most engagement besides the digital era? Cause I know you're there like 24 seven, yeah. but where else can we find you, man? <laughs> maybe, maybe too much. I actually, uh, I posted something the other day and I was just like, yo guys, be honest. Uh, am I annoying? <laughs> <laughs> no, man, you're good, man. Honestly, like, I mean, I, I don't know. Nah, I'm going to say it, but you're good. Man. You're just be there. Do, do you, man. And whatever happens, happens, bro. But, uh, where can we find you, bro? Uh, where, where are you more engaged? Is it Instagram? Is it Twitter? Is it YouTube? Yeah, Is it I, uh, I appreci- <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. Um, so right now, obviously, I am in the group the most. Um, I probably spend most of my time on Facebook. Instagram is definitely a very, very, very close second. Um, I'm actually building a personal brand page right now on Facebook. Um, so I'll also be active there. Um, I'm still trying to figure out exactly what my strategy is with that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but yeah, it's mostly uh, Facebook and Instagram. Um, I, it's just Spencer McSane. That's how you find me. I, I I had like this stupid nickname thing that I was using for a while. It was actually my Xbox gamer tag from like eighth grade. But uh, <laughs> I've grown up now and I'm, uh, I'm a oh, big okay. boy. Hey. So now it's just Spencer McSane. You can find me everywhere there. Um, okay. yeah, I don't really use Twitter and Snapchat all that much. And I don't really, okay. I don't even know why, to be honest. I do have a Twitter and I do have a Snapchat, but like, I don't really do anything. Like, I don't do anything on there really as far yeah. as, you know, same, engagement. Same here, man. I guess, same I guess here. Twitter is a little bit more like Snapchat. I kind of keep for myself, you know, like that's later down the road if I even jump yeah. into that. But, uh, let's, let's, let's get one platform at a time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm trying to fight. Exactly. I'm not trying to bite off more than I can chew. And I'm just, yeah. Uh, like I, I was, I was talking to someone in the group the other day, and I was dead serious when I said this, but it just made me laugh. Oh, it was actually from the meeting, and Taylor was talking about IGTV, and it just uh-huh. it made me think like I'm I'm barely using stories in Instagram and Facebook, and I got to learn a whole new platform. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm trying to figure that out too, man. It's a little tough, but right, you yeah. know, I want to be in there before it explodes. You know, You're right? Exactly. Yeah. Um... Yeah. So Facebook and Instagram, Spencer McSane. Love it. I love it. All right. And then the last question I have for you is going to be a little weird, but uh, I'm ready you know, for it. I'm, I'm ready for anything. I, I'm, a, I'm a weird guy. If you were to die tomorrow. <laughs> oh, that's a great and, way of starting. Yeah. <laughs> and we're reborn as an animal. What animal do you Uh-oh. feel you will be and why? Oh, wow. <laughs> I told you that. Bull shark. A bull shark. Yeah. A bull shark. All right. Why would that be? Um, so I'm kind of a shark nerd. Okay. And <laughs> <laughs> I I would like Give me to some be... stats about this bull shark. I wanna know why. Is he is he, <laughs> a, is he hungry or... yeah, well, yeah. Okay, I like that. That that's 
that that's a good one too because I'm hungry. Uh, no, it's because <laughs> it's like, they're like, dude, sharks are like some of the oldest creatures on the planet. Um, they just they they outlast they outlasted everything. Like they they've yeah. been around since before you know the dinosaurs and everything. They're just like this perfect form of life. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a little real weird here, but like they have like one of the most advanced immune systems on the planet. Uh, you know, they have like, they're, they're, they're just armored. Like you can't, and a bull shark can go from freshwater to saltwater, which is like scientifically equivalent to like a human going from the planet earth to the moon and being able to survive. Like that's insane. Wow. Like, their resiliency, resilient, whatever their resiliency yeah. is like off the freaking charts and they, they just can't be stopped. And I don't know, man, I would love to be a bull shark. Hey man, well maybe uh, in the next life we'll meet each other. Cause, uh, I want to be a killer whale. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Those the, things are awesome, too. They're one of the smartest yeah. things on the planet. Exactly why. The reason why is, um, I, you know, we're in the sea, and and uh, what I've noticed is that, or what I've seen on Discovery Channel, I guess, I, I don't want to go in the water. You know, I, I don't I don't like, I want to fish, but I'm scared of fishing because of all these animals. <laughs> but uh, what I've seen is is the uh, the killer whales have adapted to different areas of, of, the, of the ocean, you know, yeah. and also... Uh, they are smart and analyze the situation before they attack. Oh yeah. Um, I saw this one where there was a, a seal on top of an iceberg. I knew you, know? you were going to say this. This is that the one's amazing. video ever. You guys got to go to YouTube. And check. Yeah, that is ridiculous. And then they noticed that there was like, they broke the ice into little pieces and they couldn't do that again. Yeah. So they had to push the iceberg away from all this little like, uh, little icebergs or whatever, and they did it again and got them. I mean, it was ridiculous. Yeah, they like coordinated the way they swam past the iceberg to make a wave that knocked the sea yep. off. Oh, dude, yep. that was insane. Yeah, yeah. So, just, so they're yeah, so smart. They're so smart. And, they're and they coordinated. They're calculative. Kids. They teach their kids. That's the the, cra- the crazy thing. So so it's like handed down from generation to generation. Wow. And that's the way I see myself. So yeah, I saw one where where the seals are on shore, yeah. baby seals, and and. Uh, the uh, the mama's uh, killer whale, you know, analyzed how deep the water is and etc. Yeah. And the baby uh, killer whale was watching the mom go and get the uh, the uh, you know. So they're just like teaching their kids, and and that's that's me. Like that's I I, I want to teach my kids, wow. you know, how to yeah. succeed, how to how to fish. I guess you can say, you know, you you uh, yeah that's give a, a man a fish and you feed him for a day. You teach them how to fish, and you feed them for a lifetime. Boom. And that's I love it. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, you're just, like, passing down knowledge because, I mean, that's kind of how I look at it with my thing. Like, I want to build this thing not only because, like, I want to, like, give my grandkids a job. Like, it's not about that. It's about, like, teaching them how, if they work hard, this is what they can accomplish and how to, like, mitigate and how to balance and how to delegate and, like, you know, learn – you know, realize their own personal flaws so they can play well with the other kids and, you know, like grow up and be this like well-rounded human that's going to, you know, continue what I built. Yep. So you yep. you put that perfectly. Um, well, you know, one thing I'm going to tell you right now um, is I see great things coming from you. Um, no, thank you I know man. I know you're, uh, you know, uh, fresh out, you know, entrepreneur. <laughs> I know you're killing it, but. I see something great, and uh, that's why I was like, I have to be the first real interviewer for this guy, you know, so that when he's big, he's gonna be like, go check out Eddie's podcast. Oh, that's dude, my I got first you. interview. I appreciate <laughs> I you mean, saying that. Can you uh, can you call my mom and tell her that? 
<laughs> yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> you know, I, I see great things, man. And Thank uh, you, man. same, same to you, know, you dude, seriously. I've, I've, uh, I've been in in this world a little longer than you have. I've, I've seen a few things. I'm sure you've seen a lot too. Yeah, I've been through a lot, and, and you know, I, I see people come and go. You know, yeah. people, you know, talk a big game and uh, don't take action. Yeah. Like, like Gary Vee says, ideas are shit. Yeah, you know? exactly. Um. But I see something in you, man, that I'm sure you see it in you because you're killing it. Thank you. But hopefully I'm the first one to see it, which I doubt people (laughs) probably saw it. But I'm the first one to put it on blast. So that's that's it. Dude, I'll always remember this. And I'm not kidding. I got you back. I got you back 100%. Brother, you know, um, we're going to build the empire together, man. Hell yeah. I'll be right there by your side, brother. Hell yeah. Your logo is about to be dope, by the way. Oh, thank you, man. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, definitely, man. I, I'm excited for that. And uh, I was just kind of thinking of what to put, you know, and I, I thought of balance. Yeah, you know, that's perfect. That's so, I'm already playing with some ideas. I know you're going to like it. So it's going to it's going to look. I love it, man. Well, D- Digital Era and anybody else who's listening to this podcast, stay tuned for uh, Spencer. See what he has up, you know, coming up. And <laughs> oh, God, he's going to take care of some for me. So we're not going to say too much about that. So you guys can see it as well. <laughs> But Spencer, that's that's all I had, brother. Um, do you have anything for me? No, nah, dude. Honestly, I just want to say thank you for your time. Thank you for bringing me on. It, dude, honestly, like, you know, heart to heart, dude, that meant so much to me. I'm so glad that you wanted me on first. Like, I feel so I feel so humbled right now. Um, one thing I do want to say is it kind of plays into everything that we just talked about is to all you guys listening. Uh, I really suggest going out there and getting this book called the four agreements have you ever heard of it eddie no i haven't okay so it's called the four agreements and i'm not even going to give too much away it basically just helps you with like your perception of yourself your perception of other people you know it teaches you how to interact it teaches you how to like dissolve your ego so you can become the you know the the platform that you need to become to be able to build up into your best self the four agreements go check it out Definitely, definitely. I'm going to get that as soon as I'm done with the, the uh, Gary V crushing it. I'm definitely going to get that one. Beautiful. And I'm going to post it up, let you know that I got it. But other Change than my that, life. Man, th- thank you so much for coming. Um, Dude, my um, pleasure. You know, Seriously, all mine. And I, I honestly, I don't know how I'm going to be able to top this interview. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I'm going to have to figure something well, out. And, this then, one... uh, you know, it's, it's good. You got uh, you got something to work for then. <laughs> I saved the best for first, but I can't believe I should have. Let's not go that far. I should have held off on you, man. But no, it's still, man. <laughs> That's okay. Thank you know you. what? We'll do a round two and like, you there know, you go. long and it'll be even better. Definitely. Definitely, man. Well, thank you, brother. Uh, you know, I know we've met for such a short time in dig and only online. Yeah. But, you know, I'm looking forward for us to uh, hang out and yeah, absolutely. Uh, get to know us a little bit better, you know? Yeah. The SoCal Nomads. We're uh, trying to meet up uh, yep. at the end of the month. So I'm really stoked to, to meet yep. you in person, dude. All Especially right, after this. Well, Yes, definitely, man. Well, take care, man, and, uh, you know, we'll we'll talk soon. Sounds good, dude. Thank you so much again. All right, man. See you, buddy.